This is Grande Patron from Reality Skewed Gamers and Dark Lords. You're listening to the Shattered Ordered Podcast with your host, Goodnight Punk and Wink. You're listening to the Shattered Order Podcast. If you're looking for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes news, information, and theory crafting, you've found the podcast you're looking for. Hey, we don't serve their kind here. With your hosts... Good night, punk. He doesn't like you. And Wind Killer Inc. I don't like you either. You just watch yourself. We want it been. I have the death sentence on 12 systems. I'll be careful. You'll be dead! This week... We record our one-year labeled podcast and get excited about the communication we've been receiving this week. We talk about what happened, make educated guesses, and answer some more questions. Coming up. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a very special episode of the Shattered Order Podcast. This is episode 52, and for those of you that don't understand why that is special, we may have actually gone a year a few weeks ago, but this is the year episode number 52. So if you were to listen to this podcast for a year straight once a week, you can now do it. So we are very excited about that. So I am your host, Good night, punk. And with me, as always, is my good friend Wink. What's up, dude? Well, not a whole lot. Everything, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> Drinking and just finished eating some pizza. It was delicious. Pizza at 11. You're crazy. Yeah, well, I called it in at like 10. It took forever to get here. But yeah, what can you do? And the way it can be, it gets really busy at 10 o'clock. A lot of people want pizza. At that that's time. that's the rumor. I, I don't understand <laughs> it. Who the hell wants pizza at 10 o'clock at night? Come on. <laughs> Hungry people. Apparently. How's your week been, Mang? How them, uh, how's that Oklahoma City free agency looking? It's not looking too bad. Uh, so, yeah, we basically traded away one year of Serge Ibaka for one year of Paul George this year. I'll take it. Westbrook needs help. Upgrade. Yes. That's I an understatement. I haven't really heard much about Serge in a couple of years, so sounds like a pretty decent deal. That's like, rather than a client update, it's like, a whole new download from the app store. Like that's the type of upgrade we went to. (laughs) Very fitting this week. So that works. It's kind of what I thought. Kind of, kind of depressed over here. Our sons, the one, 
they were going to have Blake Griffin come in tomorrow and we had the money to sign him and then he decided to resign with the Clippers. So here's hoping Paul Millsap, who is also coming tomorrow, wants to come here. But we Cross will your see. fingers. I know how you I feel, though. In my toes. We were hoping Blake Griffin would come back home, you know, because he, he played here at Oklahoma in college. And, ah, right. Uh, it'd be nice for him to come back and play for the Thunder, but, oh, well, what can you do? There's like a magnet in L.A. It just sticks to people. Yeah. They just like them big lights and the, uh, and the fog and pollution. Yeah, and there's stuff to so. do there. There ain't shit to do in Oklahoma. Yeah, I guess that's true. There's enough to do here. I mean, he could have came here. And not to mention, it's only six and a half, seven hours from L.A. You're good, man. Go and visit your friends what, on the weekend. only 110 degrees there? That's it. Let's not talk about the uh, <laughs> the fact that it's been over 110 for like two and a half weeks. Sounds miserable. Count me out. I know. We're going to go off the rails here and give a little inside information to the way I record this podcast because we just <laughs> talked about it being over 110 during the day here. And uh, when we record, I turn off the fan and I turn off the air conditioner, which is right outside my window because it makes a lot of freaking noise, which means I sit in here for an hour, hour and a half, sweating my balls off. It is fun. So that sounds miserable. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, last week was the worst it's ever been. I swear to God, I came out of here like I we got <laughs> off the podcast and I I felt like I got out of a sauna. Gross. Like sweaty. I went straight to my wife and I said, it is hot. <laughs> Touch my back. And she decided not to. So probably wise decision on her part. <laughs> it's like, come on, touch it. See how wet it is. No, I don't want to do that. All right, fine, whatever. Oh. Oh, well. Well, we've had a fun week. I've had fun this week. I've actually enjoyed the way things have gone. And I want to start off by talking about a server that I'm on. We kind of talked about a few weeks ago that kind of sent in a, not a petition, but a signed document from a at least over 300 different guilds and their officers about the daily ticket thing. I think we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. Yep. Well, that same server this week, we drew up, we, I should, we, Jolly Roger, who was one of the admins on the server, drew it up and we all gave feedback and kind of, kind of um, changed and sorted this letter to EACG kind of about communication. And then we sent it to them. And uh, I know that they got them. I know got it. I know that we they talked to Cozy Spoon, and she said she'd forward it on. So there was that. And uh, I don't want to say that that is what spurred anything. I don't know that it didn't. I don't know that it hurt. I don't know that it helped. But I like to think that it did. So that's leading into this week, and let's talk about this week now. So. Well, before I move into that, anyone that's a guild leader and officer in your guild, join our server because it has a lot of great resources. If you are looking for someone in another guild on your arena shard, there's a pretty good chance that the officer or guild leader for that guild is in there and you can find them. We talk a lot about the game and everything else and how things are going. So if you want to join that, there was a post by Jolly Roger on Reddit this week 
to join the Discord with an open link there, so go check it out. Yep. But anyways, communication. Three different updates this week, with one talking about an update next week. Ooh. Awesome, right? That's Holy exciting. smokes, man. So much communication this week. I'm, I, I, I'm surprised. And not even just on the forums, but in the form of Reddit, comments on posts on the official forums. It's been pretty good. Now, I can't say that everyone is seeing that or reacting to it as if it's actually happening. I still think there's a lot of negativity about it still for some reason. But I think the way things are going, people are going to start figuring it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, first off, I just wanted to say I think they're doing a great job. And you will see why I think that coming up. So, first thing... There was no official update on the forums about this, but there was an update that got pushed to Android, a download update for the client on Tuesday. And so a lot of people downloaded it and some funny, weird stuff started happening. You're on iOS like me, so we didn't yep. see this, but uh, I did you see any of the pictures? I did. It was it basically. OK, did you ever play Goldeneye? On Nintendo I did. 64. I love Goldeneye. So you know how you could go into like the paintball mode? And like you would <laughs> yes. shoot something and it would just be plastered, whatever color paintball it was. It was like somebody shot the characters with those purple paintballs. It was just like pixelated purple splatter. Yes, it was awesome. And these pictures were... Anytime someone shot a gun... Like the laser would shoot a purple block across the screen at the other people. Yeah. It was amazing. I wish I could have played with it for a little bit, but <laughs> I also I also am glad I didn't have to deal with it after it got old. So pretty Truth. funny. Yep. But the other thing that happened that update that no one was expecting was that every character's power level shot up like huge. And so uh, everyone was trying to figure out what the hell was happening, and uh, no one knew what this update was, but there it was. So there was about a day of confusion there, people wondering what the hell was going on, but that's when the updates started pouring in. Actually, let's rewind. Monday, there was a post, the game update post on the top of the forums, the news and announcements. So there's a game update status post there and it gets updated by cozy spoon whenever there's something going on right well somebody had been checking that and noticed on monday that it said prepping for a game update later today and so someone yes and so someone posted on the general forum uh area saying hey is there an update today and cozy spoon was like yes there is and i'm typing up the notes real fast we're excited about this one. So everyone started going nuts thinking because she said it was had stuff in it that she was really excited for. So everyone was thinking maybe it was clone helmets. Maybe it was something about clones. Since she, Everybody knows she likes clones. But uh, then what happened in the same day is that update post said prepping notes for an update coming this week. So suddenly it wasn't coming today, it was coming this week, and everyone, including myself, got sad. But that's how it all started this week. And then the very next day is when that update came out for the Android. 
And so then the next day, which was what? The 28th Wednesday is what we got this update that we're going to talk about here. So first things first, July login character is Chief Chirpa. Now, can I just say that that works for me because this is the first character in like three or four months that I don't have even unlocked. So getting shards for them will be very good for me. You're a chicken. It's not all shard shop fodder. What's that? You're a chicken. I'm a chicken? Yes. Why am I chicken? Okay. You Nobody calls all, me chicken needles. Nobody. You, you went all Nostradamus on us last week and was like, the next faction pass is going to be the Ewok faction pass. And you couldn't push all your chips in the middle and say that Chief Chirpa was going to be the login character for July? You're a chicken. <laughs> Nobody calls me yellow needles. Nobody. <laughs> Biff, what did you call me? Yellow? Oh. I know, I know. I that would have been I, too easy, you know? I can only I can only be Dan O'Domus one thing at a time, okay? That's so as so Dan O'Domus predicted last week, the Ewok faction pass is the next faction pass. I know I kind of backtracked on that thinking they would end up being Jedi because of time frames, but hey, look at that. Like I said, there had to be something between now and any content that they might put out in a month. And apparently that is Ewok Faction Pass. So I'm cool with that. I've been farming Ewoks in a way. I just got a Ewok Elder to seven star months after everyone, just like I did with my Royal Guard months. I should say a year. But uh, <laughs> I got Ewok Scout almost to seven star. I got Tebow, of course, for the Rancor. All I need is Chirpa, so... I'm kind of excited about this. I think it'll be fun. You know what's what interesting about it? This kind of reminds me of the First Order Faction Pass in that they redid a faction that wasn't really that bad. It just didn't have a lot of great synergy together. Like, even the First Order, Phasma was a really good character that was useful in several phases of the game. Kylo was still pretty good then, not like what he is now, obviously, but First Order TIE Pilot was still one of the best hitters in the game and had a ship. Stormtrooper sucked. But I kind of feel like the Ewoks are kind of the same way. I mean, Tebow is really useful in a lot of different phases. Uh, Chief Chirpa is obviously used in Phase 3 pretty effectively. I... I'm just curious mm -hmm. to see what it is they're doing. Like, are they just going to make some badass synergy with the Ewoks to where they, like, you know, uh, their stones do double damage against troopers? Or they're going to do something interesting, right. and I'm kind of excited. Something, make them more powerful against Empire, which just got their faction passed and yep. is in the uh, arena a lot more right now. It would make sense. That makes that brings up a good point to my next question, actually, because we already know that they're you they're all pretty good or pretty decent, at least, you know. So what could they do to bring them together? Do you think that they're going to update their abilities? Because if really honestly, if they changed them too much, it might pay, make people upset because they use them in so many other places in the game. You know what I mean? 
Okay, like, nobody's going to be pissed if they make Ewok Elder give more turn meter on his basic or heal for a higher percentage or cut his cooldown by one on his revive. Like, no one's going to be mad about that. Well, let's say they've completely reworked Tebow's leader ability, and now you don't have that turn meter reduction. People use... That's what I'm talking about. Oh, uh... Yeah, I I don't see that happening. I don't think they'll screw with that. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Um, so the, I, I guess I see so your the point. Question if I they have made it is, worse, but yeah, I mean they're not going to make his leader ability worse. So no, they'll probably just add more to it like they always do and make it two paragraphs instead of one. I don't know that they'll Which, do anything with him. He's already good in raid. Like with with Chirpa being the logging character, that tells me he's probably going to be getting a significant upgrade. I bet he's going to be the primary leader and probably add some Ewok synergy or something. I don't know that they'll add anything that'll make him substantially better in phase three, but I think it'll make him really good for an Ewok team. Yeah, that makes sense. But the question I had was compared to what you were talking about with how good they are and the synergies they already have. And the places they're already good. Do you think that they're going to bring in a new Ewok to t- try to tie them all together and bring that team to five total Ewoks instead of just the four? Okay, what do the Ewoks have now? I mean, they have Tebow, who's basically a support character. Chirpa. Is Chirpa an attacker or a support? That's a good question. I'm not sure. Elder, I know, is support. He might be a support. They don't really have a... Then they have Ewok Scout, who I know is an attacker. Um, I'm actually pulling up mm-hmm. Ewoks in the game currently. Well, I guess that's all they have is four. Um, yeah, and Chirpa mm-hmm. is a support character. So, I mean, you almost have to add a character, don't you? You mm-hmm. either have to add a character or bring someone bring C-3PO in to lead them or something. I mean, you can't... I mean, I wouldn't think a faction pass would get done without having, you know, On like four, a full set out of five. Team. Yeah, yeah. it just seems bizarre. Well, you already mentioned one, so then you gotta think, what characters could they add? And the ones that are in the game right now already, you have Low Gray and Ewok Warrior. So those could be made playable. But then you can also add in Wicket well, or C-3PO. Logre was a... Uh, he was a taunting character, wasn't he? I feel like he was. I think so. He might be. If so, that would totally make sense. Because that's what the Ewoks don't have as a taunter. True. That is very True. I wouldn't be surprised if it's Low Gray or Ewok Warrior if they did bring someone in because those two already in the game. I don't think that they're going to bring in Wicket or C3PO only because they are considered fan favorites to many. So much okay, I know people are scoffing at that comment, but Admiral Thrawn, half the player base didn't even know who he is and he's considered a favorite, so um C-3PO, like R2-D2, uh, probably a fan I, favorite. Wicket, yeah. another one that's probably a fan favorite. 
Wicket maybe I guess he is close to Thrawn, except Thrawn was a little bit different. I mean, the book just came out. Star Wars is huge right now. Everybody knew the book was coming out, so they'd at least heard of Thrawn through that there. I feel like Thrawn's quite a bit more well known than Wicket, but maybe for newer, younger players. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> with the way that with the way that uh, Warwick Davis is like hosting all Star Wars events, it seems like this year, he just seems like someone that's higher up. His character would be seen as a favorite to me. And I really like Warwick Davis, so I wouldn't be surprised if Wicket ended up being a awesome and b a fan favorite. But I know what you're saying. It's 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 all uh, perspective on these fan favorites because half of them might not be liked by people, and half the other half love them. You know. Well, and they wouldn't so. have to do anything big. I mean, hell, they brought brought out Ahsoka Tano, and she wasn't a fan favorite type thing. Like, that was just a character they brought out in between two fan favorites. So, I mean, would anybody be surprised yeah, and I'm if they not did saying something that every similar with character and... Yeah, I'm not saying every character has to be a legendary event. They could do a marquee event for Wicket or C-3PO. The yeah, only problem sure. is that is that's going to make people mad. But, you what? know, you can't design a game around what makes people mad or not. Because people are going to be mad no matter what. So I wouldn't mind if these characters came out and were viable at low stars from a marquee event. So to make the team work. But yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if it's a tank, it would probably be like Ahsoka. And that, I mean, they're going to be usable, but ain't going to last very long. I mean, there's going to be a substantial difference between you know, four or five star versus the seven star. I mean, like, nobody uses Soka if she's not seven star because it ain't worth it. Yeah, but you got to think also that Nihilus is the same way, and he is very viable at three and four star. So Yeah, but I I think they learned their lesson there. (laughs) I don't think we'll see another character like him because he's, I mean, ridiculously good. I don't think we'll see that again. Yeah, you're probably right. Well, the point still stands. Ewok Faction Pass is coming. We will see what comes with it. If it's just those four, if they add a fifth, it'll be interesting. I'm I'm interested to see what happens with that. Yep. Now, I know I've been very vocal about not giving a crap about characters until new content comes out. And I still stand by that. I want more content more than I want new characters, but that doesn't damper my excitement for new stuff in general you know what i mean so uh you sounded like you'd be pretty pissed if they brought out a new character just saying oh well there's stuff going on right now that makes me think new content is right around the corner so that is true that's probably why i'm more optimistic right now okay fair enough so we'll go into that a little more as we We go Double drops, drops just ended eight minutes ago for me, and holy crap, what yes. a great surprise this was. Oh my god, not was just not Phoenix characters. It. Dude. Okay. It's, no, I don't want to say that people lis- listen to this podcast and get ideas, because that would be dumb. 
and very egotistical. But the fact of the matter is, just last week we talked about the fact Bad that ideas. there were eight frickin' days planned for Phoenix characters. Uh-huh. And they sucked it down to th- three. Yep. And the very next week, when their eight... During what the time of their original eight days was... We end up getting three days of double drops, not just on Phoenix characters, but on Dark Side, Light Side, Galactic War, Cantinas, and Mod Battles. Everything. Okay. For so three days. Two days. Three okay, days. Okay, sorry. Let me... Let me uh, for for let someone me, who yeah. was slacking all day like you and just, you know, fell and got lucky. Let me explain that real fast. I didn't use any of my bonus energy on Wednesday night because I was out gallivanting with my family and I just collected my energy to use later. And by the time I was able to use it, double drops had started. So it worked out perfectly for me. So I had three, I had three resets worth of double drops and uh, that's going to piss some people off, but that's the way the ball bounces right now. We'll just say this. So 48 hours of double drops. Okay, so here's yes. the big question. 40 freaking eight hours. I, I would like to think that we influence this a little bit. Um, <laughs> but had you rather have the three days of double drops on Phoenix and two days of dro- double drops on everything we got or have the eight days of double drops Phoenix only? What we got... Not gonna lie, I totally agree. What we got, and it's not close. Yeah, exactly. I can farm what I want for double drops, spend what I want in crystals to do it, galactic and war. be happy with what I get instead of. Oh, my galactic war crystals have been replenished. Except for this, yep. let me just say this: on Wednesday night when I did my galactic war, I forgot to reset it because I had a bonus one. And so I lost my bonus one in the middle of donut bo- uh, in the middle of double drops, and I was pissed. That sucks. So I lost a galactic war during drop double drops. That really sucks. That sucked. But I have replenished my galactic war currency again, and uh, yeah, that is good for me. Yeah, I uh, so, pretty stoked. I've been farming carbontes because I need so many of them. And I decided oh, to God, start farming yes. mods now that I'm done with Ezra. Mm-hmm. The, uh, Thursday, uh, I started out farming speed mods. I wasn't getting anything, so I was like, oh, I'll go take my chances with crit damage since they're my favorite. I do a couple refreshes, and I get an offense triangle with 15 speed on it. I was ecstatic. Ooh, baby. And then Thursday night after reset, or I guess it's been Friday morning for me, I was like, well, go ahead and go do all my stuff. I got a protection circle with 18 speed, a holy smoke, potency cross with 10, and a square with 10. Like, I haven't got one mod half as good as those in the past two months. And then I get like four super kick-ass mods in one day. I was pretty excited. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I would be too. And I was getting tons of purple and gold and blue. Like I was getting a lot of color 
with those bonus mods, uh, those were the only ones that came to anything useful. But yeah, it was mm-hmm. super exciting. Good stuff. <laughs> Love double drops. Love them. Appreciate them. Hope they come more often. I saw a post on Reddit talking about, hey, uh, can we do this once a month? And uh, I don't think that'll happen, but holy crap, that would be amazing. Yes, it would. And it would really... Okay, and let me just say this. They talk about this gear crunch, right? You want to get people to spend crystals and help the gear crunch? Do this once a month. Because I farmed Carbontes on my B account, and I got three of them. Over the last two days. Yep. And and that was only with the 350 crystal refreshes. So, huge help. Not a lot of uh, crystals had to be spent, but they did get spent, which means, you know, I'm going to need crystals eventually again, so I'm going to probably buy some more. You know, it all evens out in the end, right? Helps yep. us as players for gear, helps them with crystals spent in the game. I mean... I would love for this to happen once a month. Oh, I I'd would look too. forward to it. Even if we didn't, even if it wasn't scheduled and we wait. Okay. That's going to piss people off. Okay. After what happened, this but. is next thing I wanted to go into was there. Are Let's a lot of, talk about that now. So we're not stepping on toes okay. here or talking on it, talking on eggshells <laughs> folks. There were a lot of people that were really not happy about the, uh, the double drops basically getting announced when they started. Now, mm-hmm. Maybe it was one because of those no things one, that they decided people, last minute. I don't know. Yeah, possibly. But that's why I worried about the my three refreshes worth of double drops would yeah. make some of our European friends upset because they didn't get that and they kind of got screwed in the deal. And, and I totally feel the sentiment that they have about it. And there were some so, people that because of when they do their refreshes, you know, they did them before double drop started in their time. So they essentially, you know, didn't get to use all their refreshes for double drops on one of the days. But then again, I guess if they want to, they could make it up on the back end. But still, it's mm. it would be nice if they would give us like, say, a even a 12 hour notice would be awesome. Be like, hey, so double drops are starting at X time, you know, like mm-hmm. because this definitely encourages crystal spending. Like, people are spending crystals like crazy. I always, I, I drain my crystals when they're double drops. So. Oh, yeah. I, I Absolutely. Give me the most return for my money spent, and I'm going to spend it. Yep. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So. I mean, and I wouldn't be surprised, because I think they did this last month as well. I wouldn't be surprised if they're taking statistics on that and seeing how these double drops kind of affect spending in the rest of the game. And, you know, like on the other days, see if it, you know, maybe drops that and people waiting for double drops or what. But uh, hopefully this is something that they are at least thinking about, you know, making permanent. Yeah, for sure. And even if it was like one section on a random day a week. So let's say like the first week. All right. Well, today's double drop day and the double drop is Galactic War or the next week. It's like Wednesday and they're like, all right, it's double drop day. Today's light side or the next week. It's hey, it's Friday. Double drops on mod battles. Yeah, that that would would be cool. Yeah. 
Me- so. And just put like an in-game note saying, hey, 12 hours, there's going to be double drops or whatever. Just you know basically what I mean? make it like credit heist or training droid challenge. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That would be, be cool. cool. For sure. <clears throat> but the main point, one of the things that we go along with our talk about communication this week is they did comment on this on the forums saying that they understand the frustration of spending your refreshes before this starts and having less time to do it in the European time zones and such, and that they're going to try to work out a way to make it so everyone gets the same amount of time and refreshes no matter when it starts. So at least that's a good thing for everyone in that aspect. So like if you're on the East or the, in the European time zones where double drops are announced and start at like 3 a.m., you're going to have till 3 a.m. the next time. Or th- 48 hours, 3 a.m. the next three days later or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. <laughs> yep. So what, uh, what, what was the next thing there? Something about well, ships? I'm going to let you talk about it because you know how I feel. <laughs> we know you love ships. You're just love them. Yeah, you uh, you're you'll start to you'll start to actually love them. Just give it some time. So, Ghost and Phantom, yes, now in the shard shop. So all that precious shard shop currency, you can you know go blow on a phantom and a ghost. Ooh, scary. Um, also in fleet hey, shipments and. First time it's not been a character added as the feature ah. thing in Shard Shop. So that's kind of cool. See, I wanted to spin stuff on Ghost and Phantom, but I'd rather hang on to hope that Kylo's ship comes there and I can farm that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's beside the point. <laughs> uh, Ghost is now on Dark Side 9C hard, and Phantom is on Dark Side 9D hard. Very exciting stuff. So more ships added to the hard nodes. Kind of crazy. Yeah. But that doesn't bother me. Because the fact of the matter is the slots they were put in for fleet shipments are really good compared to, oh yes. let's say, Shimitar, Phantom, or Shimitar, Slave 1, and TIE Advanced. So It seems like they're balancing it pretty well. Yeah, so these two cool, very synergetic ships are in two slots. So one's in the second row on the first slot, and one's on the second row on the third slot. So now there's a, if you're going to farm these ships, along with the two that are mentioned, or three I mentioned, there's a pretty good chance that every refresh, at least one set of shards will be there for you to buy. Yep, for sure. So that's pretty cool, I think. And then, And to be honest, since they did this, I've seen the Ghost... And the Phantom a lot. I have too, I don't surprisingly. Think that they, so I don't think they're hard to see or get. So that might make them a little easier to farm too. And uh, I'm not going to lie, since I have my... I have all my... At least at Gear 7 for all of my Rebels or Phoenix Squadron. It makes those ships really... Uh, really tempting for me. So I'm probably going to go after them. The man who hates ships buying ships. Interesting. Dude, 
I've been buying ships a lot, to be honest, only because I know, despite my dislike for them, something will come along that will be needed with them. And if I'm if I leave myself in the dust, I'm an idiot. You know what I mean? I so fu- I fully understand that logic because that is the exact same logic I am using to justify farming those god awful clones. <laughs> I love my clones. <laughs> you just I know you. You do. make me so sad the way you talk about clones. Yeah. So much synergy. You know I love my synergy. They're so great. You and your but synergy. I will say this. I am now farming and gearing up my resistance because of two things. A, awesome synergy. Love the expose and the turn meter given on that team. Makes them really fun to play with. They're awesome in Galactic War. Awesome in Phase 2 of the raid. Or Phase 4. And on top of that, I had to think forward, forward thinking here. They're going to release more resistance once the next movie comes out. That so is having true. them all geared up, I will be ready for anything else that comes along. And if that makes them good in the arena, that will be... I'll be ahead of the curve that way for once. So I really am looking yep. forward to that. That is something to think about. And something else to think about is that they're probably going to come up with a better leader than clone. I would then clone. God bless America. What the hell? <laughs> better than Finn. <Spoon>. So <laughs> I just can't speak my mind. Um, they'll probably <laughs> eventually be a better leader than Finn. So, I mean, spending Zetas on him, I think, would be kind of tough, but farming them and getting them ready is probably definitely a good idea. Wait wait a minute. How did you connect clones and Finn together? I can't speak right. <laughs> okay, that's good enough for me. Well, I mean, you you were talking about your clones and then resistance. So I know we got it. And I just, just, it's all good, man. Resistance good. was near in my, not resistance. Clones were near in my head. My <laughs> God, move on to the next topic. What's ahead? We're so close to the end of the month. We know you're chomping at the bit, and so are we. Further details await us. Ooh. <laughs> I'm going to come back to this once we finish the 630 update because we just finished the 628 update. And for those of you that played this for a while, you know that updates don't always come so quickly. But we had three updates in three straight days. So we're trying to get through them. We're at 40 minutes in this podcast already on the first update. So let's move to the second one. 629. They updated the raid rewards. Previous behavior. Time. If people tied... They were sorted by alphabetically by player ID. So if you had a number in front of your name, you would always be, be a full, yeah, you would always be before anyone that had a letter. If you had a letter, you would always be at the front if you were an A, at the back at, if you were a Z. And it sucked for everyone that No, tied. it didn't. No, it did not. Well, let me guess. Yours started with a five. I don't know what it starts with, but. Uh, but it was good. Today I finished forty fifth in our rank like you're speaking. Do what? 
I was about to say, you sound like you're speaking from experience. Yeah, I finished 45th That zero registration doesn't get you what you wanted to mm-hmm. anymore every time. No, it doesn't. But it used to get me in the high 30s, sometimes the low 20s. 45 today! This is ridiculous. <laughs> if you don't know, the new behavior is, if you tie, you're randomized. So, in our guild... This never happens because we run the Stormtrooper shooting range where we shoot at the Gamorrean Guard for ranks and points at the beginning of the raid. And so that pretty much randomizes everything by the end of the raid. But yep. it really still affects anyone that doesn't do Stormtrooper shooting range and gets a zero registration. So those zeros are now randomized, which was originally the whole point of Stormtrooper shooting range. But... Yeah, so if you tie, this is, we're talking about it with zeros here, but the main reason that this was done is because people were soloing the whole raid, and if you had 12 people in your guild soloing the whole raid, it was always in a set order. So this dude that soloed the raid every time was always number one. And this dude that, you gotta hope that he was at lunch with a client that day so you could, you know, get first that day. But basically it's now randomized, so... If everyone solos the raid, then those those raid rewards are going to be randomized. And one thing I thought was really awesome, kind of a CYA thing, but awesome that they put in there to, you know, kind of explain to people what's going on so they didn't freak out, was their note. And the note said, if you have a few members, you still have a chance to randomly order as before. For example, if three players tie for the top position, they could randomly and coincidentally still order alphanumerically. However, over time, you will see that this is in fact random. Fight on Holotable Heroes. So basically they're saying, if you don't see this in the first three or four raids, that doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Keep waiting, gather more data over time, you're going to see that this exists. So, alleviating doubt there from the start. Now, if you go a month and everyone stays in the same position, that's Hard to guess that that RNG stayed the same every time, but I thought it was cool yeah. that they kind of did the CYA in the in there. Well, they and knew that question don't would know be coming. Like the first, you know what CYA is, right? Uh, catch your attention. No, damn. I've got another guess. Uh, Cover your ass. Ah, yes, I knew that. <laughs> kind of threw that in there in the end just to you know. Hey, wait a few raids, see what you see. Yep. Then, you know, throw out the pitchforks if it doesn't change. So. <laughs> Perfect. That what was the 629 update. Update 630. So the update today that we're recording went out to iOS and the Android and kind of flipped in what happened earlier in the week for Android and fixed the purple block or the pink dots and everything else. So, but what it did was power rating formula changed to give a better indication of how good a character is. No, this doesn't mean that Beirut is top two. And that is a true statement because before I updated my Bayes was my fourth highest character at five stars gear 11 but now he's on like the fourth row. So which you is can really stupid. see what this means. Yeah. Well, I mean, if it's actually st- done I mean, by most effective every- characters, 
Baze and Chariot should be the top two, no question. That's true. I mean, Biggs and Wedge are still up there on my list. So, hmm. <laughs> but I think it's because they're not seven stars. I yeah. bet there's a lot of weight to the stars too. But basically, what it did was it took into uh, account. Now that I've moved off my page on the forums here, let me get back to it. So now it takes into account level, gear pieces, mod tiers, upgrades, ability upgrades, and star rating. So basically, it takes into account your Zetas. Did you get them to gear 11 or gear 10 or whatever? What Do you have all one-star mods on them or do you have five-star mods? What you Everything you put on your character defines their power rating. And it's kind of interesting. I mean, I don't know that it doesn't affect anything at the moment. It's just interesting to see where do I have my best stuff? You know, what have I put the most work into? You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I like all my characters that are on my first row now are ones that are pretty much got every bit of their gear in gear 11. Yeah. Makes sense. And I don't have any extra gear. We were talking about this before the podcast that both of our R2s are our top characters. My R2, I got to gear 11 and stopped. I don't think he has any extra stuff at gear 11. So that's probably why mine's at 19,000 as opposed to your, what, 22, 23,000? 22. And mine is completely maxed. Yeah, so that's where that is. But... It is interesting. So, but here's here's my thought. Why did they do this? Why do you think they did this? Well, I don't think it's a coincidence that the little formula thing for hacking Galactic War came out last week. Not really a formula, but the speculation on how it's done, which seems to be extremely accurate. I mm-hmm. don't think it's a coincidence that that was last week and this power rating formula changes this week. Yeah. That's all I'll say. Uh, I that was a, not the answer I was thinking you would give. I know. My you're, other you're going to give the was, other answer. Yeah, so my thought was this has to be affecting something else, right? So maybe that they're putting this in here as a precursor to the new content and this will affect something that we're getting coming up you know what i mean the new content we've all been clamoring for yep i totally i mean in all honesty that i think is the primary reason i think that i think the galactic war thing probably played into it a little bit but my actual first thought was that as well it's they're not doing mm-hmm. this for no reason. Like this is this is pretty pointless to do, especially when they've been talking about an update with the, you know, thing that happened earlier this month, you know, at the EA thing not releasing the content. Mm-hmm. I feel like it has to be related to that. Like there's some sort of tie in there. Well, then you got another little interesting tidbit, right? So first off, there was more to come this week in this update, but they didn't put it out because they were worried they wouldn't be able to... What's the word? Ah, gosh. Damage control? 
Support. They couldn't uh, support it over the long holiday weekend because yeah. July 4th is obviously coming up on Tuesday. And most places are going to have a long, long weekend between Saturday and Tuesday. So yep. they they left something out of this update that will come next week. Now, it's got to be something big because this update I downloaded from the App Store. And this is only iOS, so I don't know what the numbers were for Android. but I downloaded the 83 megabyte download for iOS, and then I uh-huh. opened the game, and then it had another 155 megabyte download on top of that. Yep. That doesn't sound like behind the scene changes and power updates no. size. That I mean, sounds like there is new data in the game for whatever's coming. Now, I haven't seen any data mines this week, but that's a lot of freaking data. Yes. For a lot of unseen changes, you know? Well, I mean, even most of the updates here recently, I mean, they're they're not very big files at all. Like, I can't remember last time we had anything half this big. I mean, it's really... Oh, yeah, that's the thing, right? Most of the time, you get a client restart, you open it up, and it's 12 megabytes. Yep. This one was 155 or more. I can't remember the exact number. I think it was near that. That's a lot of freaking megabytes, you know? Yep. So something is in there, whether we will data mine it and know what it is, or we just wait till next week to find out. There's something in there. I believe there is. I have to believe. That's a lot of data, but... I agree. So, it's going to be interesting. But, and like you said... They kind of sounded like it could be ready this week. Like they were working on show notes, whatever you want to call them, the update notes earlier this week, talking about getting it out at the end of the week, and then they decided to hold off on releasing it, which tells me that this, I mean, will either come Wednesday or it could be something that they launch the evening of the 4th or something. That way they can see what happens and then be there for damage control Wednesday. But I think Can the I middle just... of this week will be interesting. Absolutely. I think Wednesday at the latest, not the latest, Wednesday would be the earliest considering the holiday, but I think Wednesday's the day we're going to see a lot of work go in. But I can say this. I am glad that whatever they had problems with, they decided to wait until after the holiday and not let people stew for four straight days with whatever it is if it had problems, you know what I mean? Yep. No, that's a good point. We've waited this long. We've waited this long. If we can't wait another four days for something that is good and can be supported, then if it was released and it was bad and something was broken or it broke more things, that would be worse for the game than getting it out late. Yeah, so, for sure. No I'm on board it. with the... Uh, that was three updates... This week on the forums, along with a bunch of forum post comments. Most communication, honestly, that I think I've seen in a long, a long, long time. Yes. And I was very happy with it. I sent out a tweet on our Twitter about it. A couple tweets, actually. And uh, I didn't know how people would take it. But in my own personal opinion, that's how I felt at the time. So... I sent it to Cozy and Jesse on 
Twitter and told them to pass it on if they wanted to. So I just felt like I wanted at least through all the negativity, if there still was enough in all of this that they knew people appreciated and saw that they were trying this week, you know? Yeah. Well, and that's, I mean, in all honesty, that's something that gets overlooked even by, you know, us and kind of everybody is the fact that like we have stuff to complain about, but for the most part, not a ton to complain about. I mean, it's always the, the weird kind of PR moves that just kind of rub people the wrong way, but. Yeah, if I only had two comments, or if I only had two complaints in the game, it would be communication, which is, seems to be yep. moving in the right direction, and content, which should be coming. And let's just hope once it comes, we don't wait another eight or nine months for the next thing, you know? Yeah, so, for sure. I'm feeling optimistic this week, as opposed to the last couple of weeks. Yep. No doubt. So. Event calendar. Droid smuggling for the 4th of July. There was much rejoicing. Yes. Omega Battles. Saturday, July 8th, Sith and Droids. Sunday, July 9th, Resistance and Clone Troopers. So, those are that's the event calendar for next week. Along with an update. Uh, so, I look forward to the update more than either of those two things, that's for sure. What day is uh, Credit Heist on? You that didn't cover is that. on a quarter past I don't know. So. Okay, perfect. So look <laughs> for that then. Yeah, look at the quarter past I don't know. Once that clock strikes, I don't know, you'll be good. All right, Nostradamus. What came from Reddit this week? Cap Gasp was on Reddit this week, and I thought it was what? interesting. What? People were actually on Reddit three weeks in a row. They heard that it came from Reddit was dying. They said, this is a travesty. We are going to do something about it. We're going to post on Reddit. So thank you to Cap Gaps, Top Hat, and uh, everyone else that posted on Reddit this week, devs. We appreciate you. But anyways, Cap Gaps was talking about, he was being relatable. So that was kind of cool. But he was talking about, he obviously has a test server account, which he plays to test things. But he also talked about how he also has a free-to-play account that he's played since the game came out and has only spent $20 on that apparently he spent that $20 to understand the relative value of the packs they were offering. So hopefully he bought an 8-pack of Chromians and realized it is really, really obnoxious. Not that anything happened from that, but maybe he's felt the pain. <laughs> yeah. Also said that he's trying to crack the top 200 in ship arena with a new fleet. So he's actually a little bit better in ship arena than I am. Kind of surprising. Nice. Weird. But he brought all this up on a post talking about farming Ghost and Phantom 2 now. And he said that he was going to farm them. And I thought it was interesting to hear what his his arena top five was for ships. And he runs Akbar lead. Biggs, Ahsoka, TIE Fighter Pilot, Biston's U-Wing, and Ghost. Hmm. An undergeared Ghost, he said. Interesting. So, I can see why that's under top 200. I think. I don't Doesn't know much sound about terrible. the U-Wing, but 
All the other he said he had it in there to keep time lock or time lock, target lock up. Okay, nice, very interesting. Mm-hmm. I kind of like it. I've had to go back to an Akbar lead from Mace, and I don't really like it, but I'm holding better. So, gotcha. Ever since I put in or I finally got my tie advanced, I've definitely been holding better. Yeah, it's a good ship. Yeah, I built a whole target lock team and it's working out pretty well for me. Nice. Pretty by pretty well I mean I stay within my top five hundred like all I want to do. So Perfect. That's all you need. <laughs> I can still hear Grande laughing at me when I said, I just try to stay top five hundred. <laughs> top 500 what yeah dude top 500 a thousand oh, uh, fleet currency that's yep. like zeta every two days <laughs> i finished 20th today and got 1350 so i get an extra 300 to 350 a day yeah maybe worth it nice yeah well, if you can do it do it i can't do it <laughs> i hang in the top 50 pretty well but Top 20s. Right? I got, I, I was in top 700 when my shard started, so I've been fighting up since the start. I might be do a little better, or I might have been more motivated had I started higher up, but it was just like regular arena when I started my account because I started at like 17,000 arena rank when I started my account, which yep. just totally. I didn't understand how easy it was to climb up to the top at that point, so I just kind of didn't care. Yep. But it's okay. He also said, if you have to force close the game to get events to show up when they start, it is a bug and it's being looked into. Because I guess a lot of people have been missing flash events because they didn't realize they start because there was nothing in the game to indicate they started. Or even well, on the event page, unless think, they force close the app. I think we talked about this last week or the week before when I had that issue with uh, both a flash event and a droid smuggling that I didn't, you know, had no idea. And uh, yeah, yep. so I think I it would be really sure. nice if they could get that fixed because that is annoying as all get out. Absolutely, especially if you're. Spending that time in the game, you don't want to be punished for it. Exactly. So they're looking into it, and I'm sure that'll be fixed. So that's a top top gasp. I'm kind of going forward and moving back at the same time. Cap gasp. (laughs) Top hat. Referenced referenced the forums and posted a link to Spoon's post, (laughs) which you have next for us. Uh, yes. So, Spoon, <laughs> a.k.a. Cozy Spoon, um, basically said that the missing crystal refreshes that people were talking about on Android was actually a bug. So, this was something that I wish I would have known earlier today. That way I wouldn't have been so concerned about the refresh, because last I had heard that Updating. people lost that third refresh. And uh, you definitely don't want to miss out on that. So that was just a bug and it was fixed. I'm going to. Here's the thing about that third refresh, especially for regular energy, right? I always save my refreshes till 
after I finish my dailies at the end of the night. And then yep. I refresh, do my refreshes, and then I spend them and go after gear or whatever, and then I'm done for the day. That is a great way to ensure, if you're getting all your bonus energies and everything else, that you hit your 600 every single day when you grab those three at the end of the night or whenever you do it. Well, I mean, really just and doing it at any particular time of the day, if you're going to do it at the same time every day, you're always going to get the 600 currency right then. Yeah, that's your, that's the key, is as long as you're doing it at the same time every day, because if you did six refreshes in the same guild day, it would kind of screw the next one or whatever. But yep. if you're doing them at the same time every day, it's easy to get your 600. And yep. it's only 150 crystals, so if you're finishing in a decent spot in arena you're almost not spending anything to do that anyway so yep. it's perfect and then if it had if we had lost one it would have been a little harder for me to keep up on my b account only because i don't log into that thing all day long it's kind of a all right i have time now i'm gonna log in do all my dailies and do this and that and then just log in for my bonus energy you know what i mean yeah so cool yeah kind of cool glad that that's staying at three yeah so. yep me too for the foreseeable future at least so we are at right at an hour now and since you all seem to love our longer episodes which we're makes gonna no do, sense to me. <laughs> we're going to do 15 to 20, 30 minutes of questions because and we left our poll open. We didn't lock it or anything. So we continued to get responses to the terribly worded poll that I did last week, which means we have more questions we can answer this week. So to kill some time and have some fun we decided that we we're going to answer some more questions so if you're cool with that keep listening if you're not thanks for listening we'll see you next week say later <laughs> later all right thanks for staying with us we got some questions here awesome um <laughs> let's see here what do we got what's the best empire team now what do you think the best Empire team is now? Well, it I've seems seen, that over the past week we've seen that Thrawn teams don't actually do too terrible yeah. defending. Uh, there's one in my arena. I've talked to several people kind of run a similar team. The guy in my arena is actually running uh, Thrawn lead with Shore Trooper, Director Krennic, Death Trooper, and I believe... Darth Nihilus. And uh, mm. it's a pretty good team. His Thrawn's fast as hell. Like, it really don't matter what mod you put on him, because it, I mean, make him fast, and you know, he doesn't necessarily need that much protection to fracture somebody. Like, he don't need to survive that long. So, he doesn't that need to just boggles my mind. And what? Why would you want Thrawn fast? Okay, so the theory is you get Thrawn fast and he can start off by giving somebody either turn meter or fracturing them. And, you know, obviously once you but get... But the fracture disappears really quick. 
The whole point is to have him no, slow it, so he fractures and keeps it on there. No, it does not. Because How? his next turn, if he's fast, the fracture's gone. When fracture is down, he has minus 50% speed. In addition to the fact that he uh, loses 15% turn meter every time an Empire character uses a special ability. So, you could slow him down more by using those things, but if he were slow to begin with, he would be there forever. That's just my whole point. But I can see the idea, especially in Arena. You're going to want him fast in Arena, slow in Raid. Uh, yeah, maybe. That might make sense. That's that's what I think I've heard. I need more information. I still haven't, uh, you know, clicked that flashing button to unlock him so uh <laughs> but yeah i think I that think any it's... empire team now would involve him for best empire team yeah i mean he seems to be really good uh i talked about that team last week that facing galactic war with him i think it was a tarkin lead like mm-hmm. there there's some teams out there that are pretty damn good using thrawn so you know might not be a bad yeah. idea to gear him up a little bit. And I really it's not like a bad the, time uh, to gear Empire. Yeah, these... I mean, you got a lot of options at this point. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, Vate. I've seen Thrawn and Vader teams. Um, I haven't seen Palp teams, but I've seen Thrawn leads, Tarkin leads. Like, there's a lot of different options you can go with, and several different combinations of characters that you can use. So it's it's not a bad time to be Empire. Nope. Which and, uh, means which leads me to the last question on the list here, which kind of goes totally against what we're saying. So the Empire faction has passed, and the Empire is dot 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 slightly less sucky, but still not viable. Dot dot dot. Depressing for the Empire and for future passes. Please explain why I'm wrong. Well, I don't think the Empire sucks right now. That's my main point. <laughs> I mean, do it you think they de- suck? I don't. Uh, kind of depends on exactly what you're looking for, I guess. Um, yeah, for sure. I mean, here, but here's the thing, right? If you have a seven star Thrawn and you use Empire in raids, mm-hmm. you're kicking ass. And a lot of really good arena teams right now are a bunch of Empire tunes with Thrawn. Yep. That are doing really well. So I don't... As far as Empire Empire Faction Pass minus Thrawn, probably still pretty crappy. But if you were able to get Thrawn, five, six, seven stars, you can still build something decent. You know what I mean? Well, and Thrawn fixes the entire issue with Empire in that they suck against Triple Cleanse pretty much. I mean, Palpatine, Vader... Mm -hmm. um, TIE Fighter, Pilot, like, so many of these characters are based on debuffs, and when you're facing triple cleanse teams, you know, debuffs don't really work. However, with Grand Admiral Thrawn, he has a debuff that cannot be resisted. So, mm-hmm. when you use that ability and it's not getting resisted, it means tenacity and cleanses don't really matter, so... It's... Mm-hmm. I mean, he has really made them a lot more viable. Plus... 
He has the what I think is a bit of a rated and arena dispel for his team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, to that question, minus Thrawn, if he didn't exist, the Empire Pass was okay. I really like trooper teams for the r- arena. Or not arena. I like really like trooper teams for raid. I think Tarkin got a huge bump for raids. And I still see him in arena. And as far as if Thrawn didn't exist, yeah, it's kind of not super impressive. But the fact of the matter is you got to look at it as a whole and not just one part or the other. So having Thrawn as part of that has really made them rise. You know what I mean? So Absolutely. Totally agree. And it kind of seems like they did that faction pass. Like, they knew what Thrawn was going to be at that point. Yeah. So next question. Why the fuck isn't Ugnaught the meta? Well... Dude, you got to tell me, because... Fan favorite... As far as fan favorites go, he's one of the best. And... The fact that he's so underpowered and doesn't really do anything. You got hope in the tank raid, but nothing there, man. I don't know what's going on with Ugnaught. So when was the last Maybe time we'll somebody see tried anything with Ugnaught? I mean, he might be better now. November Maybe there's some, when the tank came yeah, out. <laughs> probably. He might be better in phase three now. Um what if Ugnaught he is the same height as an Ewok, approximately. Maybe he's get maybe <laughs> it should be a short character faction pass and faction give him pass? a yeah. rework with the Ewoks. Yeah. Honorary Ewok tag. Yeah, exactly. Just throw them in there to help him work them out. They don't even have to add a character that way. Now there's five. Perfect. <laughs> what episode eight characters do you anticipate later this year? Jedi Ray. Two that I think. Jedi Ray, yeah, that okay. I was thinking for sure that that new uh, mechanic chick character that they introduced at the Star Wars Celebration at the Episode 8 panel. I didn't see that. I think for sure she'll be in there. She looks really cool. She kind of looks like she's going to be Finn's love interest. Ooh. Was it Finn? I think it's Finn. Which will make it interesting because Ray's kind of fins of interest, but whatever. Ray should be mine. Interesting. But whatever. <laughs> well, maybe they'll move Finn to her and then, you know, Ray to you. Perfect. I didn't know you were in episode eight. I'm really, actually, really excited for these huh. special t- spoiler tidbits I'm going to get. It's going to be exciting. Just wait. <laughs> totally. I think her, I think General Hux, I think. Um, those are the two I can think of for sure. Yeah, I definitely think Hux will. And there are a lot of characters that we could end up learning a lot more about. I mean, uh, oh, Jesus. Yeah, for sure. Snoke, uh, the Knights of Ren, like, there's bound to be something with them. Uh, there's a lot of stuff still, obviously, under the cuff, and we don't have any idea about. Yep. So there'll be more characters coming that will be added to this game that will be super exciting. And if you're running first order or resistance teams, 
that's something to look forward to because you're going to have new resistance and first order characters to go in your team, which is why I'm starting to farm and gear resistance. So I think that if I were to give it any advice coming with the movies later, this movie later this year is farming resistance or first order isn't exactly a bad idea because you know, new things are coming. Absolutely. So. Whether they'll be using the same leaders or not, kind of going to depend. Uh, maybe something where we see like Kylo maybe even get a leader ability or something. If, you know, there's like a Knights of Ren or something along those lines. Yeah, for sure. I can see things being added to update the character to the movies. Yep. So, uh, let's see here. Here's one I really like. Are speed mods worth farming? And have you done the math to see if it's worth it? What are your thoughts? So we kind of talked about this before we started recording, but I think that for me, A, I just unlocked tier three of the speed mod challenge since I've been leveling up my resistance. And the only time I think I'll farm speed mods is if I need speed mods for a already fast character. Since it's percentage-based, I don't think it really helps low-speed characters much, if at all. But for those fast-already characters, if you can get a 20-secondary-speed speed mod, you're already cooking with gas. You know what I mean? Yeah. And as so far as the That's math, the only time I can see using it. As far as seeing if the math works out, making it worth it, I mean, it's... It's a 10% increase if you get the bonus, and that's on the base speed. So, like, a 142-speed character is going to gain 14 additional speed. Obviously, not maybe not worth it if it's, you know, you only gain 11 or 12, but somebody like TIE Fighter Pilot, Yoda, um, R2, like, any character that's especially 150 or above, maybe 140. I think there kind of becomes a point where that little bit of bonus you're getting is probably worth it. But, again, it depends on what your secondary speeds on all your other mods are, too, because you can probably build something better with the mods you've farmed the longest. And is it a two-set bonus or four-set? It's a four-set. It would be really nice yeah, if it so was that's... a two if it was a two set, it wouldn't be so bad. But using four sets for 10% speed really just is not the most effective thing. Yeah, you give up an awful lot because you can't get the crit damage or offense or... Um, I feel like... Oh, well, no, I guess that's it. Uh, you, you give up those, which are pretty big. I think crit damage mods are the best in the game. And you're giving that mm -hmm. up for a little bit of additional speed. I mean, I'd rather, you know, kill people than just go a little bit faster than them. Yeah. If it took me three turns to kill someone instead of one, but I'm doing it faster, I think I'd rather just kill them in one shot. Yep. Totally agree. Mm -hmm. Let's see here. Would you prefer tunes that work better together or strong alone? And they listed Imperial Troopers for together and Vader for alone. I. Here's the thing. There's two parts to this. I like strong 
characters alone that work in a synergy team because I don't, it kind of sucks to build a team where you have to, you know how long, how much time it takes to gear and level tunes in this game. So if you're doing them one at a time, you always pick the one that's the strongest on their own and work down from there. And I don't know. It's just tough. I don't know, man. It just takes too long to gear an entire team, which is why I've been yeah. focusing on my arena and just gearing strong alone characters. Yep. But as you know with me, I love synergy teams, and it's so much more fun to run a team that just works off each other perfectly than just randomly. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it kind of depends. I don't know what the answer to this is. Well, what time wise, just... I like individual. If time weren't an issue, I would want to build full teams. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I mean, I'm not too. Well, for you, I know you're an individual guy. Yeah. I know you love your arena, and individual is the easiest way to go to stay ahead there. Yeah. Well, and what's weird is I'm actually running a full synergy team at the moment. I'm running, you know. Qui-Gon lead with uh, Anakin, Ezra, General Kenobi, and R2 at the moment. So I'm not really doing anything outside of the normal currently. And they're actually getting really good at building these synergies to the point that, you know, you're almost better off going with this synergies. Yep, I agree. If it's not been the best for synergy teams in arena some are still good definitely on offense not as much on defense but there are still those that work really well in both aspects like thrawn thrawn led teams in the arena empire teams but yeah yeah i don't know it's a good question i would rather work on a whole team at a time but the fact that it will take two months to get everyone to gear 11 if you were not spending any crystals is just such a daunting task. And I talked about it last week. It's like, uh, it's just too much work. I did my clones and now I don't want to do that again. Yep. You know? So. Understandable. Yeah, 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 yeah. What is your opinion on the best Zeta characters in the tank raid? Can you guess what I'm going to say? No. <laughs> You're lying. What are you going to say? You're a liar. I think my... my oh, Commander... Hold on. Me, I have a guess. I'm going to guess that you and McMull would have the same answer. You are damn right, son. <laughs> Commander Cody all the way can work in phase two, can work in phase four, can work with multiples of other fifth characters, depending on who you have and want to level. It's just, you can get, this is where I'm at. I get top 10 in the heroic whenever I can raid, because obviously our raid times, I'm usually sleeping, but anytime I can go in phase two, or phase four with my clone team, I'll get the top ten. And I don't even have to touch the other phases because my clones just destroy those phases. So that's why I think that's the best one. But yeah. 
There are others. I mean, and there then that's not even a joke. There are plenty of others. Vader is Resistance, damn good. Vader. Uh, first order is first damn order. Good. Um, I only use one Zeta in the first order team that I run with, except I use Ewok Elder instead of first order Stormtrooper, which that team's about to get better this week. I hope. Um, Phasma's the well, only one. Well, this is even this much. Everyone has rebels. Zeta, your R two. Yeah, and that's you can another get one. Huge damage. Yep. You know there are a lot of really good ones. If I had to pick the best, obviously I'm biased, and I would say Cody. But I, I mean, if you're talking strict damage output that you can do, yeah, Cody. But I think a lot of people know that at this point. So if you're like in a guild trying to complete a raid, um, I mean, going for Vader. You know, Vader and Phasma, which will help in Phase 2. Um, I don't really know of anyone that was Zetas that would help that much in Phase 3. Thrawn. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's really the only answer, and you have had to get him to 7 stars to even attempt that, so... Yeah, no, I guess that's, that's a, that's a whale answer. answer. I'm not saying that's for yeah. everyone. It's obviously not for me, but and, and then I mean, currently it's still Kylo for Phase One, but we don't expect that to last, so don't do it for that reason. Yeah. Yes, yes, I agree. Cool. That's where I'm at with that. So, what else do we got here? Oh God! Here you go. Mary, screw, kill. Maul, Nihilus, old Ben. Ooh. Uh. <laughs> I don't expect you to answer that. I don't know who asked that, but it's hilarious. Uh, I want fuck. I'm gonna kill old or, Ben because he's gonna come back anyway. Or, 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 I don't know if we're swearing. Are we screw? <laughs> I don't want to screw any of them. That can happen. No. I don't either. Ass. I don't want to marry you than any of them either. Yeah. I don't like um, my only answer I'm going to give is kill old Ben because he's going to come back. That's a good With point. the lack of new content, have you had people leaving your guild? I can say this for our guild. We haven't had anyone leave because of content. Yeah. We've had people leave because of frustration with the game and yep. lack of fixing things. But that's the only one that we've had. We had relatively good to go. We've had here's the one thing we have had a lot of is people dropping communication in discord and not really just showing up to hang out and talk about the game because there's not anything to talk about. Yeah. But we still have everyone playing and doing their 600, but I've seen a huge drop in raid participation and other things just because people aren't engaged the way they were, you know? Yep. It's only a matter of time. Hopefully it changes this week, but it, it is kind of weird. I can't weird. wait, to be honest, because Discord has been just a ghost town lately. Like, we still have all our, our good friends and they're talking, but it's not as lively all day long as it you know, has been in the past. Yeah. And I enjoy sitting in Discord when I'm when I've got free time and just talking to all my friends, but Lately, I'll say something and have to wait 
40 minutes to get an answer and it's like oh well where is everybody yeah that's true so. the uh this this would be a good time to plug our uh podcast discord channel that's usually pretty active people talking about oh, stuff yeah. in there it's always hopping in there so when i it's 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 one or the other either our guild discord's jumping and and then the podcast one isn't or it's the other way and it's nice to have somewhere to hang out and talk to people so it works out but i foresee both of them getting very vocal and busy once the new content comes out so i'm just waiting for that yeah there is one thing i would like to mention that we do have on our discord channel that kind of got brought up this week somebody was looking for an ally to help them beat the light side nine hard modes well Mm -hmm. on our discord channel there is a little google spreadsheet you can go check out that has uh, ally codes and who their leaders are, you know, for light side, dark side, and whatnot. So you can go there mm-hmm. and pick whatever character that you want of somebody that has it there, punch in their ally code, and get whatever ally you need. And if, you know, something's not there, you can probably find someone in the Discord channel to help you out. So uh, we think Absolutely. that's pretty useful, for sure. I know that since we introduced it, there's been at least... 10 or more people that have used it to get past those nodes and it's worked out really well. So definitely a cool feature in there. For sure. Let's see. What else do we got? Anything, anything with gear 12 inevitable. Do you think other higher gear Carbontes stun guns in parentheses will become easier to obtain? No. I don't, to be honest. I think they will make us think that the ones we're grinding now are super easy. That's what they do every time. That's, yeah, that is definitely, that is definitely, I can agree with that. It's like, oh, 50 of these that take me four days to grind, that take forever. I hope but they give we'll us get a something new way that to takes do it. two weeks to grind and we're like, oh, sweet. So I just that- have to get Carbontes for this. It was like they learned something, you know, about the Rancor that they changed in the AT raid, which was the number of shards that they give out. They balance that a little bit more. Maybe whatever the next gear level gear is, they'll find a way to balance that a little bit better and get those a little bit more spread out. Maybe give us like, maybe have a a, a gear store. That would be awesome where you get like a currency from completing whatever rate or whatever, and you go in there and buy the gear that you need. Oh, oh, we can dream. Let me bring up an idea to you and see what you think that sprung into my mind today when I once again got boom boxes from the Rancor raid. So I have 700 boom boxes now and less than 100, sorry, less than 50 of the other three. Yep. And... So this idea sprung to my mind, and I wish that they would implement it, but who knows? Maybe they're listening. Devs, if you listen to our podcast, here's an idea. Why don't we make the raid gear that you get from the raid selectable? And at that point, your raid damage and rank in the raid determines how many of what you choose you get. 
So you're always getting what you need, but depending on where you fight and what you do, you get a certain amount. And then on top of that, when you pick what you get, you have the same chance of proccing a full piece as you did before when you select it. You know what I mean? I like it. Because I swear to God, I'm waiting on a freaking Nubian disc to get a guy to gear 10. I know. And I've been waiting for a week, and I keep getting those fucking boom boxes. <laughs> you really hate the boom boxes, but I know you're feeling. I've got seven hundred of them, man. Here's the thing: I have seven hundred salvage. I have four complete ones, so I'm not even going to get to the salvage <laughs> until I use the four complete ones that I have. I think I have. It two just drives me insane. Seven hundred salvage as well. I do have like. 150 of the furnaces plus i have a couple crafted but i with the the disc and the droid collars it's like a wasteland Always. it's those two Nothing. i'm waiting for all it's the time oh uh, in rant i know i know so well i think that we should probably wrap things up We've hit our hour and 30 mark, which seems to be the new uh, norm. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of our so, thing. Yeah. But uh, we want to thank everyone for listening. Big update next week, so we'll have all the information we know and have gathered about that when it comes out, and we will bring it to you then with excitement, hopefully. So. Yeah. Thanks for listening. As always, check us out on Reddit. Check us out on Twitter at Shattered Order. Check us out on our Discord, which is in the biography of our Twitter account. And uh, we hope to see you guys and hear from you soon because we enjoy talking to everyone. So, absolutely. Thanks for listening, and we will talk to you later. Later. Thank you for listening to the Shattered Order podcast. Happy gaming, and may the force be with you.